powerful tool that we have is what? Starts with a P. Prayer. Amen. Prayer can be made without a gunshot being fired. Amen. You need to know how to operate prayer in your hand as you would anything else. Amen. You know how to handle children. You know how to handle a wife. But do you know how to handle prayer that's in your hands? That's the answer to our dilemma is prayer. Amen. Those of you who are students of history recognize that we are in the midst of uh, history repeating itself. Amen. History repeating itself. Amen. Amen. Germany came from this way, out of the West. And Blitzkrieg, all of Europe. Y'all don't remember that. Y'all don't remember that. Y'all not old enough. Not old enough. Hair not silver enough. You don't remember how World War II began, amen. And then all the nations around, they had small armies or no army. Uh, and so they were taking advantage of, y'all with me this evening, y'all with me? Somebody with me? And then in year 2021, 22, maybe 2014, 
The enemy comes out of the east going westward. Remember Russia, we came to their aid when uh, Germany was going to come against them back in 1945, 43, 45. And then God allowed the snow to fall and bogged down. This is the second army that got bogged down. French army got bogged down with Napoleon. See, history repeats itself. And so God gives us an answer by his son, Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. He said, I come to give them life and give it to them more abundantly. But how can we express, uh, the, allow the Lord, amen, in our life to move? How does that affect me? Well, you know, in the 40s, we was on the sideline looking in like this until Japan did what Japan did, right? Then we entered into the war. Now we're sending situations and making things up to help the Ukraine. I don't know how you feel about that, but we remember seeing ABC News on the Vietnam War and seeing bodies fall out that were Americans in uh, amen jungles of Vietnam. I, I don't know. I cannot become uh, desensitized by the death of humanity. I, I don't understand people who can allow things to happen and don't say nothing. It comes to our lesson today comes out of James. This is Max Lakeda. We've been studying him. We're studying the book of John. Now we're studying the book of James. The uh, answer or the question that I would ask today or is to be asked at the table in the middle of conflict. Some people use a soothing tone of voice. Some speak firmly while never raising their voice. Others will wait patiently until all the verbal heat is spent before they respond. Everybody got winded before they respond. Now I'm going to ask you to think of a time when you saw someone being used or wanting to use peace in a volatile situation. In other words, is there a mediator? Is there somebody that will come between the two parties and offer peace? Somebody say peace. peace. Say we need peace. peace. Jesus says there on the Mount of uh, there in, in the book of Matthews, the Sermon on the Mount, he says, blessed, right? Blessed are the, for they shall be called the, say blessed, are the peacemakers. For they shall be called the children of God. Amen. It takes a whole lot of, and a long time, some time to become a peacemaker because humanity wants to retaliate. Look at somebody say, I have, I have retaliated. I might have been wrong, but I have retaliated. Look at somebody say, now that's behind me now. We can't do that too much no more. We can't run fast enough, amen, to get away from that kind of thing. 
But we look here in the gospel, it says we can use the NIV version or we can use the King James version. When we were in Ireland, they called the NIV the Northern Ireland version. <laughs> Say still mad at King James, Lord have mercy. What's wrong with us? God needs men who will stand up and won't take sides, especially the low down side. They'll take the upside and be the men that God has called. God is looking for somebody to tell the truth about life circumstances. Amen. And that person is you. You don't have too many more folk but you. The text comes from the third chapter of James, verses 13 to 18. And this is lesson number seven. And we're dealing with sowing a seed of peace. And uh, one of my, <laughs> the, the lay director, how many folk know that we need women in the body of Christ? We need women in the body of Christ. And if a woman can have a baby and, and fry chicken, <laughs> if God calls her, who am I to stand in the way? Y'all need to put your hands together and thank God for motherhood. Motherhood. Sisterhood. Amen. And uh, this woman of God, and I'm sitting in the midst of them, and they can really tell you off, especially when they get together. And I'm the spiritual director, and this, she gave me this mustard seed. And then... I'm familiar with the scripture in Mark. Say we have uh, faith of uh, uh huh. But this faith is how. The size of a mustard seed. Amen, Bishop. Amen. This is the size. This is what it looks like. It's real tiny. Tiny thing. But this is how uh, peace is uh, grown. Uh, uh, how peace is given. How peace goes forth is that somebody decides to stand up for what's right in spite of what's going on that's wrong. There is, there is, a, there is a wisdom. Catch this. There is wisdom that comes from God, and then there is human wisdom. And wisdom that comes from God, as the scripture says today, we get to it, it says it's pure. But wisdom that comes from man, it comes and it's earthly. It's, it, it smells, amen. Uh, it's like the dust of the ground that got wet. Uh, man's wisdom will mess you up every time. Man's wisdom brings forth chaos, confusion, and unrest. And that, and they seek out wisdom, that type of wisdom. It. it Accrues knowledge. It says, I remember what we did the last time and how we did it. And we're going to do it the same way this time. Bringing forth chaos, confusion, and unrest. Gospel says here today that godly uh, wisdom is pure. Reading from the NIV version. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good, good life, by deeds done in the humility 
that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come from heaven, but it is earthly, it's uh, unspiritual, and seriously, y'all, it's dynamic. Dynamic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure. Then it's peace-loving. We want peace. Considering it's submissive, it's full of mercy and good fruit. It's impartial, and above all, you can look at it in its face and see the sincerity of what's going on. Some people, a man can look you in the face and be lying to you at the same time. But pure wisdom has a record. Pure wisdom comes forth from an individual. If he was that way today, good God from Zion, he'll be that way tomorrow. Because he too has a record. And those who operate in wisdom that come from above, they recognize that and they too take a record of good and evil. Look at somebody and say, I can't be fooled this time. Amen. Uh, says, but the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure. Then it goes on and says in verse 18, say it with me, peacemakers. Say it with me, please. Peacemakers, peacemakers. who sow in peace, peace. reap a harvest of righteousness. Say, I believe our soul in righteousness. I believe I'll allow myself to be denied of the fleshly stuff and embrace the things of God. Say, all my life it's been about me. But near the middle of my life I found out that I could not do it by myself. I couldn't be a father by myself. I couldn't be a husband by myself. I couldn't be a good person without you, Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Wave at me if you believe in him. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I couldn't do this by myself. Amen. And I was thinking about that mustard seed. I got to mess with that mustard seed for a minute. You see, James was not a gardener, nor was he a man, a farmer. And so I'm going to say something that the farmer has done, and sometimes folk won't even take a look at it right. Without the farmer, we don't have no tomatoes. 
onions, a harvest of corn. We don't have any wheat without the farmer. And sometimes and most times, the farmers are quiet in areas because they feel like humanity, amen, has got their opinion and they may get upset and they may lose the victory if they step to it. But in spite of all that, they said, let my work speak for itself. And if the rain come, man didn't bring the rain, God let it rain on my harvest. Uh, if uh, something should happen uh, for the good on the farmland, it wasn't because I was dependent on a human to tell me what to do next. I relied, the farmer would say, on God, amen, to direct me. I'm in the third generation, great-grandfather. I'm in the fourth generation, great-great-grandfather, amen. And this land that I'm on, it has to be nurtured from a God who reigns on it. A God who reigns on it. If God don't come by, we don't have no corn, no weeds. And it didn't depend on you guys, the gangsayers, I call them, that say, oh, farmer don't know what he's talking about. Farmer does know what he's talking about. By fact, amen, before you went to the boondocks, your daddy was a farmer. So many times we need to stop, amen, and think before we speak. You know what Steve, amen, told us last week about that little mouth, amen, just run all the time. Sometimes it runs so fast, I can't catch it. It just runs. The mouth just runs. The tongue just runs, and we can't catch it. Amen. We look in this afternoon about this peace. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. There is a truth. There is a truth. The wisdom does not descend from above by itself. For war, envy, and self-seeking exists, confusion and envy comes forth. But the wisdom that is from above, like again, it's pure. But how does James say people who are wise will demonstrate their wisdom? So you're now wise, you're above 15 years old, You've accrued some knowledge. You hit some, got some things that have happened to you. And there's a river flowing. There's a river flowing that you can jump in it and be carried away with evil, corrupt situations. As a young person, you can get caught up and get in that river and just flow away. Or you can sit on the bank of the waters of justice and hope and listen to those who've gone before you and jump in that water of righteousness. I need to know, is there anybody decided to get in the righteousness? You see, right now you have the opportunity, amen, to be the leadership of a whole world. There's enough of us to get together and say, I refuse to, amen, operate in hatred and hate. I refuse to be a person that don't love somebody. I refuse to see children that are homeless, mothers that are fatherless. It's enough of us right here. And what I love about Huddle is that we're making a difference. It started out like a little mustard seed, little tiny thing. 
And see, you can't see it until it's upon you. When, the, when it gets upon you, if it got so big, you can't stop it. You can't stop love. If there's an absence of love, the rest of the fruit of the Spirit will not operate. You can have peace, you can have joy, amen, you can be long-suffering, but if you don't have love, don't none of it work. So there's a counterfeit love, you know, and there's a real love, you know. We call it agape love. I'm going to help you not looking for something in return. I'm going to minister to you, amen, and not thinking that you're going to help me in any way. But I remember just last year, see, I can't look at you too long because I'll start crying. I can remember, Jerry, when my wife died on the table there at St. Joe Hospital. Tears flowing out of my eyes and I couldn't see where I was going and I don't know how I got the phone and called Dick Sandberg. I don't really understand that. But I couldn't see for the tears flowing down my face. Everybody know Miss Vicky, and she loved everybody in this room. That's a boyfriend. Amen. <laughs> But Sister Vicky was, was gone, y'all. Dr. Cheeseman takes her upstairs and says, we're going to work on her. And you know, Chris Humble, this is why it's important to build relationships in this life. Relationships. I know your name. I know what you do for a living. But now I form a coalition and I know you. I love you and you love me back. Coalition goes beyond just Amen. Relationship. I know that's the mayor downtown. I don't know this. I don't know that. Yeah, but you don't know it's, it's pain. I'm, I'm in the car and I can't hold on. I can't understand why my wife is going away. My, the peace that I had. Amen. And how I, I shared. I said, Lord, why? Did he say, why not? And he says that to me. I said, oh, my God, you talking to me like this now? Yeah. Because you confess me as, amen, and I'm your savior. And you need to know this one thing. I will not leave you in the midst of the turmoil, in your mountaintop experience. I'm there, but in your valley, I'm there. Hey! And he declares for us to make some noise. Amen. We make noise at the ball games and everywhere else. But he's looking for us to say, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Looking for somebody. Amen. Amen. Now, see, we used to be cool, but we can't be cool no more. As the tears flow down my face, this man comes up in his truck five minutes after I left the hospital. And he looks over and I said, said Dick, Dick I'm, I'm going home. I'm going to stop by McDonald's. And he stops the traffic at McDonald's. And he, he looks over and said, brother, I'm right here. I rolled down the window and there he was in his truck stopping the traffic. And said, I'm here for you, brother. And you see, the power of what I'm saying to you is, blessed are the peacemakers. They want to offer peace 
everywhere, no matter what their jobs might be, they still have this badge on their chest that says, I come in the name of the Lord, and I come to tell you everything will be all right. These are the peacemakers that I'm looking at in this room. You have become the men in the room that I'm looking to today to carry the gospel of peace. You are the peacemakers, and God has called you. Man did not call you. The organization did not call you. The denomination did not call you. The strength of what is going on is that you have been through the storm, and God has not left you. One of the most important things is he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Two days later, amen, after seeing Vicky go, two days later, after coming out of a coma, I'm sitting on the edge of the bed. I didn't know what was going on. And the nurse said, your wife wants to speak to you. Two days later, amen, and now, six months later, she had a stroke the other day. And we didn't know she had a stroke. So the neurologist says, hold your hands up. Put your hands down. Take the gavel and check the, what y'all call it? Reflex. Amen. And then push your hands down. Push my hand. Do it well all you can. And she, he says to me, she says to us, said, ma'am, I can't find where you had a stroke, but I see my picture said you had a stroke. What are you saying? He let her to stay because she's working in, amen, the vineyard. And in conclusion to what I have to give you for what God said, no matter what you are going through, sickness, disease, loss of a loved one, he is telling me to tell you to keep working in the vineyard that God has given you until day is done. There is no sickness, no disease, no loss greater than what God has done and put his spirit in you to be a light, listen, to be a light to a lost and dying world. God bless you. Look at somebody say, oh, how I love Jesus. Say, oh, how I love him. Ladies and gentlemen, beautiful people, I'd like to at this time introduce to you Dr. Amen Sandberg. That's some good preaching right there. Hey, uh, if you would, reach your hand out. We're going to pray for Pastor Will here. Uh, Pastor Will's got some health issues that he's battling himself. And you can tell by his heart and by his words, he has not given up that he is fighting this fight. And We should come alongside, be warriors, and be armor bearers for him, okay? So let's pray for him. Heavenly Father, God, you are the Almighty God. And uh, when you shut a door, no one can open it. And when you open a door, no one can close it, God. And so I pray for um, your spirit to work in Pastor Will's body. I pray, God, that you heal his legs. You, You make his circulation to work like it's supposed to, God. You use, please use doctors, use medicine, use miracles, whatever it takes, God, that will bring you glory and bring him health. God, I pray for his relationship with Sister Vicki. God, they love each other because they love you together. And so, God, I pray that you would continue to anoint and bless their marriage. 
that their ministry and their lives, God, will continue to bring the light into the dark world that he's talking about. So, God, I pray for complete healing. We love this brother right here. God, he is a man of God. I love y'all too. Chasing you with everything he has, God. Honor that. Heal him up. And God, just bring him to full health. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus.